Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the first Pence cast recap of the 2023-24 season. It is the evening of October 10th, 2023. The Penguins just wrapped up their first game this season against the Chicago Blackhawks. And I don't know if you can see Snail's little tag under his name here, but it says hashtag same shit, different day. And as he said before we started recording, was it April 11th? Because if you watch that game, everything felt the same for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Losing 4-2 um, to two to the Chicago Blackhawks, blowing a 2 nothing lead, giving up three goals in the third period. And we will get into each of those goals here in a second. But before we start, um, I want to say thanks again for joining our revolution of taking over this podcast. If you hear any screaming in the background, I apologize. Garrett, I just had... Garrett is still in the basement, um, locked away for uh, everyone's safekeeping. So, um, yeah, I'm going to turn it over to Snell here uh, to start. Uh, Snell, just give me uh, real briefly your thoughts on uh, what we just saw against the Chicago Blackhawks on opening night. Well, what we just saw was uh, uh, Sidney Crosby in the first line with Gensel making his early return uh, to the team here for opening night, him and Rusty. They were they had a lot of jump to their game. They looked good. They were pretty noticeable every shift. But then uh kind of a no-show from the depth, uh, from this team's depth. I would say even the second line didn't see uh too much pop from Carlson. Um and uh yeah, it was that April eleventh is like that should be kind of like the motto of this podcast. It felt exactly the same. I mean the the penguins get they secure a goal early. They uh they uh, pad their lead. Sid gets on the board first of the year. And then it's just kind of this, like, they. I want to say they just kind of collapse and there's just not a lot of life. And then the, the Blackhawk, Blackhawks come back and they score, what, like four straight? But uh, it's the Penguins soiling themselves late in the game again. Um, I, it's just uh, not, not, the, it's not the type of game you want to see from this team. It just kind of soils the hype that was... Uh, that the off season accumulated. Um, I'll digress. We'll get into it, but uh, I'll pass it back to you. And um, uh, yeah, just a disappointing first game of the season. Yeah, that, that pretty much says it all. Very similar to what we've seen in the Penguins the past uh, season or two. Just a complete and abject uh, collapse in the third period, and they go up two nothing. Um, 
with uh, Brian Rust gets on the board. We'll go through the goals here real quick just to catch everybody up here uh, in case you're listening to this without having seen the whole game. 7.04 into the first period, uh, just after killing a penalty. Brian Rust uh, first first scores the first Penguins goal of the year. Uh, good to see Rusty get on the board. We talked about his struggles last season, uh, but he gets on the board. It takes a second to confirm the goal because uh, excuse me, it bounces off uh, the back bar. And out real quick, but a quick review gives him the goal. Uh, no more scoring in that period, but into uh, the second period, 11.56 into the period, a beautiful passing play uh, between Jake Ensel and Sidney Crosby ends up with the puck in the back of the net. Crosby gets his first uh, of the season. Uh, it was reviewed. There was an offside challenge, but uh, it was determined the puck was barely um, kept in by Marcus Pedersen. Uh, resulting uh, in a goal. And the Penguins had an opportunity with all the momentum right after this to get a third, but the power play just could not come through. Uh, And then this is where things start going bad. Uh, 15-37 into the second. Ryan Donato cleans up um, a rebound in front. Uh, Connor Bedard with a secondary assist gets his first assist of his career, uh, first point of his career, in fact. Uh, 10-05 into the second. Cole Gutman evens the score uh and then jason dixon off jason dickinson off an odd bounce uh is there to pounce on the loose puck and put it past jari at 15 29 in the third that turned out to be the game winning goal uh and then nick felino uh put put the game on ice 1833 into the third with an empty netter and that was all she wrote on this one and man power play it wasn't awful but when you have that opportunity, you up to nothing, all the momentum, you got to find a way to get the puck in the back of the net. No, absolutely. They, uh, th- we've talked about this at nauseum. I feel like a lot of these uh, similar symptoms, a similar flavor, if you will, of last year, the power play, there's so much talent on the ice and a lot of passing, uh, trying to pass it through the back of the net. It drives me crazy. I cannot... Uh, I cannot iterate this enough that I j- just put shots on, just pepper the goalie. I uh, I would like to see more of that. Yeah, I would, uh, I would take reckless abandoned shooting at this point than this trying to make these pretty, uh, very last minute crisp little passes. Sure, it looks cool, but it doesn't matter if they don't score. Um, when they uh, the power play looked like it was in disarray. I think. It, we Carlson, the 101 point defenseman, former Norris Trophy. I just, uh, I expected more. I, I wanted to see him really kind of like unleashed, and uh, and he had his chances on the power play, and um, nothing, uh, <laughs> uh, nothing on the power play. I thought maybe uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was Jari. I think there's a couple goals that. It's game one. I'm trying really hard not to overreact, but I think we all have a little bit of PTSD from last season. And there was a couple of those. I'm just like, you're seeing the the ISO cam from behind the net. And I'm just thinking, Jari, you have to, your glove like touched it. You got to have those. Yeah. And I mean, credit Peter Mrazek. Uh, he really kept the game, at least in that first period, from maybe getting out of hand. So credit to him for that. But, and Jari was pretty good until the final like 10 minutes of that hockey game uh the second goal uh, i mean not much you can say on that you got to just uh the first two goals you really can't put on him 
the first one, Donato, somebody's got to clean him out in front. Marcus Pedersen was way too weak on that on that goal, getting pushed out of the way by Donato and letting him all alone in front. And then the second one, I mean, somebody's got to – you can't just leave a guy sit there in the slot. He's going to – even your bottom six guys, if they get a shot like that, they're too good. They're More times out of not, they're going to at least uh, get the puck on net and they're going to put the puck in the back of the net. So those two, tough to put on Jari, but the third one, it was a weird bounce, but he had time to react and get over. And if he, as well as he moved all night, he just looked really slow on that third goal. It even tipped his glove, like you said, and it ends up in the back of the net. But um, Peter Mrazek, hey, give him credit. They really could have got out of hand in the first period. Uh, he definitely kept the game close and kept momentum on, uh, at least within grasp, reaching distance for the Blackhawks. And then they got that goal. Um, to make a 2-1 after killing off that penalty and momentum certainly swung back quick and the Penguins could never grab it back. Um, had some decent looks, but I hate, man. I mean, Crosby breakaway in the first period didn't score. Riley Smith breakaway in, in the first, in the second period didn't score. Uh, Carlson made an incredible pass to Jay Gensel for a one-timer in the third period. Uh, it did not end up in the back of the net. So, uh, the chances were there for the Penguins, but I credit to Mrazek, And but at some point these guys, again, finishing has been bad for the Penguins. And at some point it has to be, uh, it has to be rectified in some way. Yeah, I it was it looked like Martin Mrazek in there, not Peter Mrazek. That was uh, he robbed Gensel a couple times right on the doorstep. I thought Gensel for having off-season ankle surgery and he was supposed to miss most of October. He looked, he, I mean, you wouldn't have guessed, right? He didn't Correct. seem to have, uh, that chemistry between that first line, I think that's what uh, almost frustrates me the most is that first, Sid really is the heartbeat of this team. Sid, and I don't, not that I've ever doubted that, um, but th- without that line, this is, this is a lottery team picking top five uh, without Sid and those guys, I think. So, uh, I think the big win is we didn't give Connor Bedard his first goal of his career. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that that's a win. He was that guy was bound and determined. He had so he had what like fifteen shots or something crazy. I don't know. Yeah, he was definitely uh, trying to score. He didn't score. He had a couple uh, decent looks. Uh, Jari made a nice save on one he had, I believe, in the second period. The shot is ridiculous. If that shot, I mean, he's got to get his goals. At some point, um, the shot's too good. He's too good. Um, he he is much smaller than I thought he was. I mean, five ten. I knew he wasn't tall, but man, he really looks like when once he bulks up, he's going to be. A, he's already a strong skater, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does uh, after this season. What he when he gets a full off season of um, NHL training. Um, at his disposal, at his disposal, because he's gonna bulk up. He's gonna get around to. He's one. They said he's one eighty five. He doesn't even look that big. He's gonna get around, uh, uh, probably Crosby's weight. I'd say. And again, Crosby's not a tall guy, but Crosby's extremely strong with the puck. And and hey, credit to Bedard. He came out and played tonight. Um, he looked good. That first line, uh, for the for the Blackhawks of Donato and um. Hall. Taylor Hall. It's going to cause problems for teams. Those are good players. Um, 
again, there were times where the Penguins had them in hell in the first period, and they couldn't uh, capitalize when they did. And that's frustrating, and uh, hopefully that's just a a um, one-off or something we don't see very often. But given what we saw about the Penguins last year, um, it's kind of worrisome that way. Very worrisome. And I don't really want to start beating this drum too early here. Again, it's game one. I told myself I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't come on here. And and it's not doom and gloom yet. There was a lot of good things to take away from that game. But I think the PTSD and what we saw last year missing the playoffs by a point, this is the the Blackhawks, despite having Connor Bedard, should be picking in top five in the they want to continue to tank and they want to they, they want to go scorched earth. The veterans they have they signed are one-year deals. They're looking to pawn them off at the deadline and recoup more draft picks. They this is a team that's an, another lottery draft team. And this it's game one, but again, these are the games that you need to bank for that game down the uh, those games those meaningful games down the road in april and when you're when you're in a wild card spot or you're battling for a better position in the in the in the standings these are those games that you need to just it's just automatically banking them and they weren't able to do that do that tonight it's scary because we're seeing the same symptoms that we kind of saw last year uh the power play looks like it's in disarray jeff carter I he was noticeable to me. I was trying to not pay attention to him. I don't yeah. know about you, yeah. but he he had a donkey move with that blatant hook in front of. I'm like, what are you, dude? You already have uh, a target on your back in this organization or in this fan base already. It's not even it's not even like a smart hook. Like yeah. sometimes you see him get away and they get away. It's like oh that was a smart. You know he they didn't get the call and they initially stopped a scoring opportunity that was just like i don't know was it beer league hockey out there for him i couldn't believe it and then i couldn't stop watching him the rest of the game and i was just thinking you know this like he's taken up a spot from someone like a vinnie hinnestroza or a nylander or who whoever i don't know i don't want to be like i said beating this drum too early but carter was noticeable again um taking dumb penalties floating around uh looking all slow so um he didn't he certainly didn't help the cause at all um i'm and he's primed and uh he looks mid-season form to be the whipping boy yet again this season yeah saying on the topic of penalties um the penalty kill i guess you're taking any positives away the penalty kill four for four uh i mean the blackhawks had maybe some decent looks but nothing that i consider 10 bell chances penalty kill as bad as I would say the power play was absolutely dreadful, but the penalty kill is one positive you take away. Um, I think overall the defense uh, really wasn't that bad from the defenseman. That third pairing of P.O. Joseph and Chad Ruedel I thought was solid uh, night, uh, pretty much all night playing about a combined. Uh, what, I just looked at their time here. Um, roughly 11 and a half minutes uh, on the ice. So that filled up what was not covered by Chris Tang and, uh, Eric Carlson, if that's the situation, the ice time you're getting from your three pairings this year, I think that's pretty well a sweet spot. I, I really like how that ice time was distributed. And I, overall, I, yeah, the penalty kill is my one uh, plus that I think I take out of it. The first line, that's just to be expected at this point. I don't even know if I can give them props because it's just what you expect night in and night out. They look good. The chemistry was there. Um, I thought Riley Smith was noticeable, which for his first game um, with the Penguins, 
Uh, yeah, you had some preseason games, but your first actual full-speed game action, thought he looked good with Malkin. Um, uh, Drew O'Connor was noticeable with his speed, had a couple of nice looks at net. But, again, some of the same symptoms that killed this team last year were present tonight. Um, hopefully, I mean, cross our fingers, it's early season rust. But it, it, given what we saw last year, I have a worry that maybe there's still some lingering uh, effects from past teams. So, yeah, we'll learn more um, as these next few games go along. We have a back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. But I, given how this game started, it's pretty uh, depressing to be sitting here and talking about what feels like the same exact game played 82 times last year. No, absolutely. It's just too, it's too, it's like too soon, right? It's, it's Chicago. Yeah. I, every time uh, Athens CU touched the puck, I was just kind of like, Oh God, Tyler Johnston, like not like just flashbacks. Um, yeah. The, just to, I know the penalty kill pretty good. Um, that third pairing for the, t- the time that they get on the ice, uh, good in their own uh, good in their own zone and uh at sometimes they weren't noticeable but from a third pairing that's actually good you don't want to be noticeable you want to be keep things yeah. nice and quiet keep uh keep bad things from happening in your zone um po and and uh uh chad ruedel i think that that's they look solid right uh right out of the gate this season so far um carlson uh i i don't want to say that maybe he I, he had some good plays. I, I'm not trying. I don't want to get too negative. Uh, he ex, he definitely put on display some of his crisp passing from his own zone. Uh, the quick breakouts, which is why Sully you know, has touted uh, him uh, in training camp and preseason. Uh, the Penguins game has always been speed, and uh, a way to accelerate your speed is is quick breakouts from your own end. And he was I was I saw some beautiful tape to tape passing from Eric Carlson. Saw him get a uh, bumped a couple times. Saw him talking to the trainer once, and I that had my undies in a bunch. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. no, here we go. And then the whole rest of the game when he was out there, I just I want to bubble wrap him. Uh, uh, he took a Connor Bedard wrister off the hand. I saw him favoring his hand, but he jumped up in the rush and he ended up uh, touching the puck again and uh, no chats with the team trainers after that. So that was good, but I definitely kind of felt the full spectrum of emotions. I I was like, Sid is still rocking. Let's play in the parade. Oh no, we're going to be a lottery team. Carlson's amazing. Oh no, we need to bubble wrap him. Just a whole, a whole spectrum of emotions tonight. And it's only game one. Yeah, long season, which is, I mean, if you're going to blow a second period lead or a third period lead, might as well do it at the beginning of the season. Unfortunately, the Penguins got very good at doing that all season uh, last year. So uh, fingers crossed that it's just a first game rust kind of thing. A lot of new faces have to get integrated uh, into the roster. Um, Other than that, I mean, uh, Carlson did make a play at the blue line. where he completely shook a defenseman out of his jock strap and got a great look at goal. And Mrazek uh, made a tremendous glove save. Shot was ticketed for the top corner. Uh, just a tremendous move that you don't see very often from defensemen. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, game one of 82 is in the books. The Penguins lose 4 2 to the Chicago Blackhawks. Brian Russ, Sidney Crosby get the Penguins goals. Looking ahead here before we wrap this episode up, real quick. Uh, Friday night, October 13th, the Penguins uh, get to take part in another home opener. This time it's at 
uh, in this nation's capital uh, of D.C. against the Capitals. Uh, that game is scheduled for 7.30. It will only be broadcast on ESPN Plus or Hulu, so that is something to uh, keep in mind. And then they are right back at it on Saturday, back home at PPG Paints Arena. They welcome the Calgary Flames uh, to, for their yearly visit to Pittsburgh. That game is scheduled for 7 p.m. and will be broadcast um, you can watch that on ESPN Plus if you are out of market and in market. It will be the new Sportsnet uh, Pittsburgh station um, to catch that locally. So uh, as for us here at uh, the Pencast, we have part two of our mailbag coming up. Uh, we are planning on recording that on Thursday. We'll be out on Friday, uh, so pay attention for that. And then sometime in the beginning of next week, we will have another Pencast recap uh, going over the games against the uh, Capitals and uh, Flames. So uh, make sure you are subscribed to us on all of uh, whatever your preferred podcasting uh, channel network uh, is Spotify, Apple, um, Audible, whatever you uh, are on Stitcher, um, uh, whatever you choose, make sure you have us uh, set to download so you don't miss any episodes. I'm not sure on Garrett's status for Thursday night. It depends on if I get that lock fix on his cage uh, in the basement. So um, my guess is Garrett did not listen to either of the episodes that we recorded uh, yesterday because he did not he did not see anything in the group chat about uh, our jokes going around. About How could he? Do you have, don't you have his phone? <laughs> oh, that's right. I do have his phone. I just played some Beethoven in the basement for him. That's what keeps him from turning into a gremlin. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he might be bad, depending on how I'm feeling on um, Thursday. I'll determine whether or not I will let him uh, join us again um, uh, to uh, to record. So, for um, Snell, do you have anything to say before we wrap this up um, after game one? No, just a little doom and gloom in in, in uh uh for the Penguins fan base. This is just a it was just a, a too soon, you know. When someone tells like a, a harsh joke, it's just too soon. Yeah. Uh, the wound is has not healed as it's proving this pain. I feel. Um, I'm gonna sit down and watch uh, the Kraken. I guess play Vegas tonight. Um, I love having these early games out West here, man. I love being able to watch the penguins and then I can just, it's like six hours blocked off of my day, just watching hockey. So I'm going to go marinate on my couch. Thanks again, everybody for tuning in. Uh, That's all for me, Robbie. All right. That sounds about right. Um, And I will not be marinating on my couch to watch a late night hockey game because I have to be, it is 1123 my time here on the East coast. I'm going to bed. I have to be at work at 7 a.m. So I'm going to go shower. Yeah, I'm going to go shower. And um, for Snail, this is Robbie. Garrett, just forget about it. Um, (laughs) um, We will talk to you uh, with part two of our mailbag uh, later this week. Um, Remember, Friday, Saturday, Penguins are back in action. And we will recap those games over the weekend. So um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we will see you next time.